ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सिक्स चैप्टर वन वर्स नंबर सिक्सटीन चैप्टर द हिस्ट्री ऑफ द लाइफ ऑफ अजामिल ना तथा ही अगवन राजन ना तथा ही अगवान राजन पूये तप आदि पूये तप आदि यथा कृष्णार्पित प्राणस यथा कृष्णार्पित प्राणस तत्पुरुष निषेवय तत्पुरुषा निषेवय ना तथा ही अगवान्जन पूयेता तप आदि यथा कृष्णार्पित प्राणस तत्पुरुष निषेवय What word meaning? Na, not. Tatha, so much. He, certainly. Aghavan, a man full of sinful activities. Rajan, O king. Puyeta, can become purified. Tapaha adibhi, by executing the principles. of austerity penance brahmacharya and other purifying processes yatha as much as krishna arpita pranaha a devotee whose life is fully krishna conscious tat purusha nishevaya by engaging his life in the service of krishna's representative translation my dear king if a sinful person engages in the service of a bona fide devotee of the lord and thus learns how to dedicate his life unto the lotus feet of krishna he can be completely purified one cannot be purified merely by undergoing austerity penance brahmacharya and the other methods of atonement i have previously described in repeat the translation my dear king my dear king if a sinful person, a sinful person engages in the service of a bona fide devotee of the lord and thus learns how to dedicate his life unto the lotus feet of krishna he can be completely purified one cannot be purified merely by undergoing austerity penance brahmacharya and other methods of atonement i have previously described it has a long purport not very long but decent 
tat purusha refers to a preacher of Krishna consciousness, such as the spiritual master. Srila Narottam Das Thakur has said, Chadiya Vaishnava Seva Nistarapaya Chekeva. Without serving a bona fide spiritual master, an ideal Vaishnava, who can be delivered from the clutches of Maya? This idea is also expressed in many other places. Srimad Bhagavatam 5.5.2 says, Mahat Sevam Dwaram Ahorve Mukte. If one desires liberation from the clutches of Maya, one must associate with the pure devotee, Mahatma. A Mahatma is one who engages 24 hours daily in the loving service of the Lord. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita 9.13, Mahatmanas Tumam Partha Devim Prakriti Mashrita Bhajanti Ananya Manaso Gyatva Bhutadi Mabhyam O son of Pritha, those who are not deluded, the great souls, are under the protection of the divine nature. They are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. Thus, the symptom of a Mahatma is that he has no engagement other than service to Krishna. One must render service to a Vaishnava in order to get freed from sinful reactions and revive one's original Krishna consciousness and be trained in how to love Krishna. This is the result of Mahat Seva. Of course, if one engages in the service of a pure devotee, the reactions of one's sinful life are vanquished automatically. Devotional service is necessary not to drive away any insignificant stock of sins, but to awaken our dormant love for Krishna. As fog is vanquished at the first glimpse of sunlight, <clears throat> one's sinful reactions are automatically vanquished as soon as one begins serving a pure devotee. No separate endeavor is required. The word Krishnarpita Prana refers to a devotee who dedicates his life to serving Krishna. Not to being saved from the path of hellish life, a devotee is Narayana Parayana or Vasudeva Parayana, which means that the path of Vasudev or devotional path is his life and soul. Narayana para sarvina kutascha vibhyate Bhagavatam 6, 7, 28 Such a devotee is not afraid of going anywhere. There is a path towards liberation in the higher planetary systems and path towards the hellish planets. But a Narayana para devotee is unafraid wherever he is sent. He simply wants to remember Krishna wherever he may be. Such a devotee is unconcerned with hell and heaven. He is simply attached to rendering service to Krishna. When a devotee is put into hellish condition, he accepts them as Krishna's mercy. Tatte Anukampam Sushumikshamana Bhagatam 10.14.8 He does not protest, Oh, I am such a great devotee of Krishna. Why, I have been put into this misery. Instead he thinks, this is Krishna's mercy. Such an attitude is possible for a devotee who engages in service of Krishna's representative. This is the secret of success. Om Jnanati Mirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Jayena Tasmaya Shri Guruve Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Tvayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam he Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye 
वंशकूभ्य कृपा सिंधुव पतितनाम पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण पृष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिने निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात देश तारिने हरे कृष्णा सो इन दिस चैप्टर वेर द हिस्ट्री ऑफ लाइफ ऑफ अजामिल विल सून कम सुखदेव गोस्वामी इज सेटिंग अप द सीन एस्टैब्लिशिंग द प्रिंसिपल्स बिफोर हैंड वॉट अजामिल विल एक्सपीरियंस एंड द रीजन हाउ ही विल अटेन perfection or success so um in the, in yesterday's verse it was explained basically how the process of bhakti is very superior in comparison to the other processes of karma gyana atonement austerity brahmacharya whatever and then uh, gopam dispo explained yesterday how and why bhakti surpasses all of them in today's verse it this verse basically gives us an idea uh, inspires us gives us very direct very clear indication on how to achieve pure devotional service which was mentioned in, in yesterday's verse which in itself is enough to eradicate all the sinful reactions to the core but more than that grant us pure devotional service our dormant love of krishna is also revived so in this particular verse um, if we see the verse itself begins by saying na tathahi aghavan rajan the word used is aghavan we have very popularly heard in our beginning classes the meaning of word bhagavan uh, parashar muni gives the definition of word bhagavan bhaga means opulences there are six different opulences the supreme lord has beauty strength fame knowledge renunciation and power no power is done and wealth yeah so that come that person who has all these opulences he one who possesses this opulence is called bhagavan one means one who possess these opulences similarly our condition in material life is that we are of course not bhagavan but we are aghavan agham agham means sin so the word used here is aghavan the supreme lord is called bhagavan and we are called aghavan full of sin so we possess sin and that's our uh, uh, qualification our standard material standard that more someone is aghavan he is considered very superior in this world so this verse is basically a journey from aghavan to bhagavan so from a sinful life to life of dedicated service to supreme lord of course we are not we don't want to become bhagavan we don't want to become krishna but 
to become godly is is a very cherished desire of any devotee any sadhaka who is practicing who is aiming so for that agha sin has to be fully removed and the previous verse in which bhakti was glorified explains how the sinful reactions will be removed what is the process the abhideya the process was very nicely given now in this verse sukhdev goswami tells us how one can achieve it so the how is given in this verse that is by coming in contact with the pure devotees and more by serving them following their instructions so this is the key of this verse so journey from agavan to bhagavan so that's so prabhupad gives amazing uh, the purport itself is a class if you slowly just read the purport it is a class so but i can't memorize it so i just i'll try to follow through the purport with some other extra points um, so prabhupad immediately begins by quoting narottam das thakur i think it's from premachandrika this this statement chhadiya vaishnav seva nistara paye che ke ba and i was trying to search which bhajan is it means i had very less time but i couldn't find it uh, but i was while i was searching there is more than 30 40 different references of the same statement prabhupada has given throughout his books may more than that I, i didn't go through all of them and he is quoting this one statement so many times because in prabhupada's own prakatya leela in his own manifest past time he shows this verse as the success statement of his life also hmm? that just by uh, without serving a bona fide spiritual master uh, how one can how one can be delivered from maya uh, we all know prabhupada's history he was fighting for india's freedom movement supporting mahatma gandhi and his association with bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur was the transformation was the change that took place in his life and because of him millions also got benefited by that one incident so that that uh, if we give up the association or service to great devotees then what is the scope what is the hope so that's the theme prabhupad begins this purport because the verse is very clearly indicating to this one principle but the verse is someone who is krishnarpita prana who has given up their life to serve krishna who basically in prabhupad prabhupad says whose life and soul is to serve krishna by serving those great mahatmas these those great souls one's life becomes successful one one attains pure devotion service so you know there are different many different bhajans very popular ones also are the ohe vaishnava thakur you know the very amazing statements which which people who are of material consciousness or who are just even starting devotional life can question why such a strong statement is made or or why such a humility is shown towards devotee is it is it just a matter of etiquette or there is something more deep philosophy to it and the bhajan says krishna se tomar krishna dite par tumara shakti ache krishna belongs to you o devotees and it is your strength it's your krishna because krishna is your property if you want to give me krishna then you give me krishna ami to kangal krishna krishna boli chaye tava pache pache i am a beggar a pauper i have don't have krishna 
That's why I'm running behind you, begging to you, please give me Krishna, please give me Krishna. So these are, these statements can bewilder uh, non-devotees mind that, is it little overstatement? You know, because you yourself are the, 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 the bhajan written by these Vaishnavas, they themselves are pure devotees of the Lord. And still their realization is, I don't have Krishna. The only hope and scope I have to get Krishna is if I beg from pure devotees of the Lord. And if, because they have Krishna and Krishna is their property, if they want, they can give it to us. Hmm? So whole mission statement of Srila Prabhupada's life, if actually you see, is this one verse. And of course, Prabhupada was not Aghavan. He didn't possess any sin from to begin with. But uh, in his Leela, to show us, that's how he shows. Uh, even though he still, he didn't practice, he didn't, he didn't uh, have any symptoms of material sinful life also. But still, he, he did show us that without coming in contact with the spiritual master, it's not possible. Even Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he would practice this, that, so many types of religion, he would learn here, there, Christianity, Buddhism, so many types of religion, he would try to learn, but until he really uh, caught hold of this, the teachings coming directly in Parampara, it didn't change his, his life in, in that sense. So very important. In another verse, which says, I think Narottam Das Thakur says this, Tandera charana sevi bhakta sanevas janame janame hoi abhilash. So my life's desire, birth after birth after birth, is what I want to serve you, O devotees. Tandera charana sevi. I just want to serve your lotus feet and I just want to be with the devotees. Actually, if you very carefully see, it appears, it's a very simple statement to make. But there's a lot of realization behind it. And that one can only experience if one has if one has honestly associated, sincerely associated with devotees, gained some realization of the benefit of devotee association, and then you are separated from devotees for some time, or for whatever time, then this realization becomes thicker. Because then you really understand, oh, Tandera Charana Sevi Bhakta Sanevas. If I can just serve the lotus feet of my spiritual master, and I can stay with the devotees, the whole wealth of this material world is useless. All the enjoyment of this material world is useless. Hmm? You know, even in the case of Pandavas, we see when they were sent to exile in the forest, in TV serials and all, or what common notion people have is that five Pandavas just walked out of uh, Hastinapur, their capital city, and they just remained in the forest. But actually, Yudhishthir Maharaj very specifically accommodated hundreds of brahmanas who were staying with them all the time. They accompanied them, they walked off. They just left Hastinapur with Yudhishthira Maharaj. And only one reason he, they, he hired brahmanas with them, so that he can discuss Krishna consciousness. Uh, and they also wanted to be with such a saintly king. This is amazing to just association of devotees. So many different examples, you know, we'll go through some of the things. So. So in this purport, Srila Prabhupada is glorifying the nature of such a Vaishnava whose association is so much cherished and looked for up to. And devotees are really trying their best to somehow gain few minutes of association when their spiritual master comes or when any great, great devotee visits our temple. So why, why such an importance is given 
to association of devotees is major part of the purport Srila Prabhupada mentions. They, where, where he mentions the nature of such devotees. And one of the one of the key qualities of such devotees are that they are 24-7 engaged in service of Krishna. Uh, they have no other agenda but to perform loving devotional service to Krishna. And Prabhupada quotes Bhagavad Gita 9.13. It's a very famous verse, actually. Mahatmanas tumam partha devim prakriti maashritaha bhajanti ananya manaso gyatva bhutadim abhyayam. He says, Krishna says, O son of Pritha, those who are not deluded, the great souls, are under the protection of my divine nature. They are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. This is the realization of these devotees. That's why they are called Mahatmas. Not someone who is a popular politician and for some political mileage, his party members call him Mahatma. <laughs> so, one time I was speaking to my uncle uh, in Delhi and uh, the politician one, yeah. So I was speaking to him and he, he wanted to basically counter and defeat the mean argument because he had spoken to a couple of devotees and then because he's, these, these are politicians, you know, and they, they, their, their strength is to go and on the stage and give speeches, uh, basically. <laughs> so um, so he, he, he told my mother behind my back that we'll, we'll, he'll, he'll, he has already basically defeated or argued and debated with a couple of other devotees, and they couldn't talk to him or, argue, or reply to him, whatever. And then he wanted to do the same with me. I didn't know all this is going to take place. So then he came and he was telling me, Jnani, you scorn people, you think you're Jnanis? You have some knowledge? I'm a Jnani. And then uh, in a few minutes I figured out he was a little drunk also. So, <laughs> but, but he was in full swing. Some, so he went on, you know, you talk about any subject matter, I know, Jnani, Jnani. Somehow Krishna inspired me not to speak anything. I was very happy. <laughs> so, and my mother was a little upset with me. Why didn't you speak to him? You should have told him, you know, because later I was telling my mother, oh, this is what he was saying, you know, this is the qualification of a jnani, Bhagavad says this. Then in front of him, why didn't you speak? So, I was happy I didn't speak because it was literally going to be useless. Person who is a little drunk and the ego is heavily drunk, <laughs> fully intoxicated. So, but this is the mentality, this is the mindset, very cheap usage of words, I am a jnani. Huh? Similarly, very cheap usage of word Mahatma uh, is, is, is very popularized in Indian politics also. So, and many stalwart, many great devotees, Prabhupada, they have all smashed this usage of Mahatma. But what is a Mahatma who is 24-7 engaged in serving Krishna, knowing that Krishna is original and inexhaustible? This is the same Mahatma who once said uh, that if it is true, if it is true that Rasalila took place, Krishna stole the clothes of gopis and asked them to come out of water without any clothes and he has danced with other people's wife, I reject Krishna. And this is a Mahatma, <laughs> the whole world calls him Mahatma. Uh, but what is the definition of Mahatma? He sees 
Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. That means whatever he does has to be good. And, and this is a very key principle uh, in Prabhupada's teachings, in his life, life in, in his example, that he has very exclusively, exclusively shown us what it means to work for pleasure of Krishna. Actually, I was speaking to other day, I don't know which devotee we were talking about. I think we were talking the other day. Um, how very systematically Prabhupada has shown, which many other, many powerful acharyas or many great saints, they are pure devotees, they could not establish what it means to work for pleasure of Krishna. Uh, what it actually means that our actions are meant to please Krishna. And, and that's why many traditions which would have started on pure terms have now just ended up in just religious sentiments, whether it is any sampradaya, most of the places of worship, uh, whether it's in you know, Balaji temple happening, very few people will really figure out, very few people have real clarity of what it means to serve Krishna for Krishna's pleasure. Uh, religiosity has, has those who are very traditionally ardent, very strong in their practice, for them, for many of them it has turned ritual. Uh, it's just a ritualistic practice, a uh, very strong practice and they stick to it. But to deeply understand the pleasure of Krishna, pleasure of Balaji, pleasure of Govinda, pleasure of Udupi Krishna, pleasure of Srinathji, uh, pleasure of Badrinath, pleasure of Jagannath, it's, it's not something very clearly understood. You know, there are thousands and thousands of servants of Jagannath in Jagannath Puri. How many actually understand my action is for pleasure of Jagannath? And Prabhupada is really very systematically explained and established. And and in one of the classic examples, one of the lectures when he was giving in Mumbai, um, Giriraj Maharaj writes in his book, I'll build your temple, when he's, he's speaking about uh, Jnana, Karmadi and Avritam, speaking from Nectar of Devotion, that how everything we do in devotional life is, is devoid of Jnana and Karma. He quotes Sanatana Goswami. Prabhupada quotes Sanatana Goswami and Prabhupada says that to give bribe is wrong. To give bribe to someone is wrong. But Sanatana Goswami gave bribe. And that was Krishna Anushilanam. That was for pleasure of Krishna. He gave bribe to run away from the prison house. Huh? Prabhupada says, because th this was in a context where in India, to get anything done, you have to give bribe. So now devotees cannot be moralist that bribe is wrong. If you want to build a temple for Krishna, you have to give bribe. It's very simple. Huh? So, like that, you know. So, this is Krishna Anusilanam. Huh? So, so, this is, this. now, if Prabhupada wouldn't explain this, or show by his example, and remain a moralist, how, how is it possible for us to even talk about it now? You know, Prabhupada very boldly says, there is a moralist, someone is giving him money and he says, I don't want. And what is Prabhupada's mindset? Krishna Anusilanam. Give me money, give me money. Someone by mistake transferred $10,000, some bank transferred $10,000 in his account. I think this past time is in Lilamrita. And Prabhupada withdraws it. And the bank is chasing him. Give the money back. Prabhupada said, no. Now, it's wrong, right? Actually, if you see, <laughs> it's wrong. If by mistake money comes to your account and you withdraw it and don't return, it's wrong. But Prabhupada says, I am the only one who knows 
how to use this money in Krishna's service. No one else knows. So, why to return? Now, it's very difficult to understand this. Unless we, we have some mercy of our parampara and their teachings to understand, and Srila Prabhupada's example to understand this. And that's why previously also I was mentioning that when someone asked Srila Prabhupada, one devotee asked Prabhupada, what should we do if we see a man drowning? Prabhupada says, don't interfere, let him drown. And this is a very bewildering reply. He says, Prabhupada says, why do you want to interfere in someone's karma? That's, then Prabhupada quotes this. Uh, a devotee, a pure devotional service is devoid of jnana and karma. Then why do you want to interfere in someone's karma? Then Prabhupada says, but because it will give bad name to Krishna that, oh, this devotee was seeing someone drowning and he didn't save, for that you go and save. So it's how deep is this message actually that Krishna Anusiridam, whatever is for serving Krishna, for pleasure of Krishna is pure devotional service. And this is a Mahatma. This is the nature of a Mahatma and coming in contact with such a person, serving him creates massive change in one's life. Otherwise, you know, this very popular statement Prabhupada makes when devotees approached him reading some verse from Bhagavatam that, oh, because we are chanting holy name of Krishna, that means we have done all tapasyas, all reading, all shastra, all yagyas we have done. Prabhupada said, no. You were born sinful. <laughs> you were born cow eaters, meat eaters. All sinful activities you were doing. I created your qualification so that you can chant Krishna's holy name. So this is this is where this verse is taking. We were we are born Aghavan and we want Bhagavan. <laughs> so this is this is by the mercy of Vaishnavas only it's possible. So two two reasons I, I was thinking, uh, two things takes place when one comes in contact with pure devotees and why transformation takes place. And one of the thing is, uh, the first thing that happens is, especially when we're trying to serve the pure devotees of the Lord, is that the Supreme Lord is very pleased. And that's where change happens because the Lord is within us. And why the Supreme Lord is very pleased? Because the pure devotees are very determined not to accept any service from Krishna. Their goal is to only serve Krishna. And the nature of the mood of pure devotees is they will not take any service from Krishna. And we see very classic examples when Rupa Goswami to serve Sanatana Goswami just desired that I want to make sweet rice. And the Radharani as a little girl comes and gives him ingredients. And when Sanatana Goswami finds out that my brother desired something for me and that is the reason Radharani came, he got upset. He said, we don't want to take service from Radha Krishna. They are our Ishtadev. We have to serve them rather taking service. Sanatana Goswami got upset with Raghunath Das Goswami when Raghunath Das Goswami was chanting the holy names, which is service to Krishna in pure devotion, but he did not take care of his external situation and he was sitting in very scorching sun and Radharani had to come with, his, with her sari to cover him from sunlight. Sanatana Goswami got upset. He got upset. He said, why are you taking service from Radharani? We are supposed to serve her. Now imagine if some devotee is there, a pure devotee is there, whom Radha Krishna are really trying to serve and they are not taking any service. But out of kindness on us, they take service from us. So basically we have achieved that 
goal which even Krishna cannot achieve. <laughs> Actually, if you see. So our success is by doing that activity which even Krishna cannot do to serve his pure devotees. So when out of kindness these pure devotees accept our service to help us, that is actually attracting Krishna's attention because even Krishna cannot do that. Uh, and this is why serving the pure devotees of the Supreme Lord is, a, is, a, is the shortcut. Uh, or the way, or I would say it's, a, it's a really a shortcut. If we can really attract the attention of, of the devotees of the Lord and from their heart they say, okay, what should I pray for you? Or ask for something. We've seen so many, so many, so many stories in the scriptures where doing little service pleases the devotees and these great souls, these Mahatmas, Gyanis or whoever they are, they say, okay, what do you want? Huh? Yeah. So I'm pleased with the service. Whether it was Durvasamuni as a great sage or you know, Narad Muni or so many different personalities. Huh? Huh, exactly. Or Lord Shiva huh? or the Supreme Lord. So, I was, when I was thinking this point, this thought came to my mind that when these great sages are pleased by some service done by Duryodhan and he says, okay, ask for a boon. Durvasamuni said, ask for a boon. And Durvasamuni knows this guy is a little, a little creep type guy, you know, a little odd, you know, in his activities, in his behavior. And still he said, I'm very pleased by your service, ask for something. Is it not that our spiritual masters, great devotees will also be thinking like that when we really please them. Okay. I just, just, this thought was just going through my mind that they must be also thinking similar. Now, okay, what do you want? Okay, I'll pray to Krishna for you. Such a nice devotee. Hmm. So, so this is, this is a, a very easy, yet little hard to perform because to serve means little humility is required. And especially to serve other devotees, uh, it's not easy. Lot of barriers come in the way. Lot of barriers come in the way, and and that's why these type of verses, which uh, which are encouraging us, that one can be freed from all sinful reactions. One can actually attract the mercy of the Supreme Lord just by serving Vaishnavas. It gives inspires us. Okay, let me do something today, hmm? or in general. The second thing that takes place, which which by serving or coming in contact with the devotees is, of course, their physical presence, but putting their words in practice, that transforms. So when we are in contact, close proximity of great souls, two things takes place again. One is we hear their words and we put in practice, and other is we get inspired by their own personal example. So when we are in presence of these great souls, their personal example is, is the key a disciple or a follower is looking for. Uh, you know, when Prabhupada went for Kumbh Mela, he was, that was his, I think that, that is the year Prabhupada passed away, 1977. And because he was in Kumbh Mela, and he saw devotees are not going for cold or shower in early mornings, and, and they're not performing Mangala Arti, Prabhupada thought, okay, I will have to do it. <laughs> so he himself did it. Uh, in that, you know, if you see those videos, Kumbhamela videos, the speed in which Prabhupada is walking, uh, that is very, very slow. 
compared to Prabhupada's normal standard walk, at least 10 times slow. He's just, just somehow moving very slowly with the stick. He's walking and devotees are following him. So Prabhupada was very sick that time. But when you are in contact with a devotee like that, or any other senior Vaishnava, then their example is really inspiring. You know, even if why why we have to look up to our spiritual masters when we are doing some service along with some other devotee, and they are very enthusiastic, it seriously rubs on us. If we are in kitchen or cleaning, or book distribution, you know, we stop spacing out <laughs> because we see, oh my God, this person, this devotee is just into the pot. You know, he's inside the pot cooking. He, everything is just inside for him. The whole kitchen is just inside. He's so much meditating, so much focus. So then, I, then we also try. And that activity itself, because it's devotional service, creates purification and naturally we become fixed. Uh, so amazing, amazing thing that takes place. And of course, then putting their instruction in practice, which is what? To serve Krishna also has a, another ongoing purificatory effect. So very interesting, this thing takes place. How, this, how serving a devotee attracts the attention of Krishna and brings purification to us. Lord Rishabdev, when he starts speaking his very famous teachings, in very initial verses only, he glorifies the service to the devotees. In 5.5.2, it says, Mahat sevam dwaram ahormi muktes tamo dwaram yoshitam sangi sangam mahantaste samachitta prasanta vimanaya suhrida sadhavoye. Lord Rishabh says, one can attain the path of liberation from material bondage only by rendering service. The word used is only. One, one can attain path of liberation from material bondage only by rendering service to highly advanced spiritual personalities. These personalities are impersonalists and devotees. Whether one wants to merge into the Lord's existence or want to associate with the personality of Godhead, one should render service to the Mahatmas. For those who are not interested in such activities, who associate with people fond of women and sex, the path to hell is wide open. The Mahatmas are equipoised. They do not see any difference between one living entity and another. They are very peaceful and are fully engaged in devotional service. They are devoid of anger. They work for the benefit of everyone and they do not behave in any abominable way. Such people are known as Mahatmas. It's a classic definition of Mahatma. Now we put the standard of Mahatma in this in definition. Nothing will match. Nothing will match. They don't see any difference between living entities and other. No. So in this purport, Srila Prabhupada quotes uh, very, another very famous verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, which is... Uh, Asat sang tyaga ai vaishnavachar. So, so the behavior of a devotee is that he gives up the association of non-devotees. Which type of non-devotees? It says, Stri sangi ek asadu krishna bhakta ar. One who is, he is not saying give up the association of woman. He is saying give up the association of someone who is addicted to womanizing. Who is meditating on woman or basically in general, opposite sex, uh, the principle. Uh, it's vice versa for man or woman. So someone who is addicted to sex life, 
give up their association. That is more dangerous. And then it says, other association you give up is association of someone who is not devotee of Krishna. Krishna abhakta. So if these two association is given up, this is the behavior or this is the this is uh, how a Vaishnava deals or moves around. So Prabhupada in the purport, later part of the purport, is mentioning or is glorifying another very important quality of a devotee, of a Vaishnava, of a Mahatma. He say the the word used in the verse is Krishna Arpita Prana. Uh, very simple. Krishna Arpita Prana. Prana means life. Arpita means dedicated or given to Krishna. Uh, one who has given his life to Krishna. Uh, so, so someone who has given their life to Krishna, Prabhupada explains in the purport that they are not serving Krishna to get rid of their sinful reaction. Uh, very important point to know. Most of the people when they come to devotional service, if they understand little bit philosophy, little bit, that by chanting or by dancing in Kirtan, sins will reduce. So that becomes a catalyst, that becomes a key reason for them to practice devotional service. But someone who is advanced, who is a Mahatma, who is a great soul, for them, whether they are in hell or heaven, there is no consideration. And that's why they are called Narayana Para devotees. So this is the classic story of Chitraketu Maharaj who was, when traveling on a plane, he himself has many queens with him, and he sees Lord Shiva in Kailash giving a talk on celibacy to celibate monks, having Mother Parvati sitting on his lap. When Chitraketu Maharaj, who is traveling with other queens, sees that scene, he just laughs. Laughs not to ridicule or joke on Lord Shiva, but he smiles or laughs, basically to see, only he can do it. <laughs> it's not possible for others. Huh? But Mother Parvati, when she sees, he's laughing on my husband, because he's giving a talk on celibacy, having sitting me, making me sit on his lap. Huh? His hand is around Parvati's shoulder, and Parvati is sitting, and he's speaking, okay, how to control the senses. <laughs> So Mother Parvati gets very upset and, and uh, basically uh, uh, curses Chitraketu Maharaj. And, and when Chitraketu Maharaj, when they both see, Lord Shiva knew Chitraketu Maharaj, but when Mother Parvati sees the reaction of Chitraketu Maharaj, it surprises her. The Chitraketu Maharaj, she says, you go to hell and you become a demon. You're useless, you know. You're not supposed to be this king. And Chitraketu Maharaj says, thank you, my dear mother. Huh? Please bless me that I can never forget Narayan. So Mother Parvati is very surprised by this reaction. And Lord Shiva, understanding her surprise, preaches to her that this is the quality of the great devotees of the Supreme Lord. Huh? And he quotes a very amazing, very, this is, these are very famous verses. And all these verses are quoted in this purport only. Some verses Prabhupada has given one line, some he has given proper verse. So the Lord Shiva says to Mother Parvati, Narayana parasarve nakutaschana vibhyati he says, devotees solely engaged in devotion service of the Supreme Personality of God at Narayan never fear any condition of life. For them, the heavenly planets, liberation, the hellish planets are all the same. For such devotees are only interested in service of the Lord. 
and and this is one of the you know many devotees they take to krishna consciousness for a peaceful happy life but more they advance the anxiety increases anxiety to serve krishna uh, but if if they know from beginning that after 15 years i will have so much anxiety for krishna they will not take it <laughs> actually uh, they will not take up to the process you imagine you know you know there is a there is a very uh, famous joke on that you know there was a guy uh, who accepted monavrat that he will not speak anything nobody can make him speak people came tickled him some were beating him some were trying to make him laugh act funny in front of him so many things were they were doing and he would not speak so our hari krishna devotee found out that this competition is going on <laughs> Gauram Prabhu mentions this job. Uh, this competition is going on, and uh, this person has taken a vow, and he's very rigid. He is not speaking. So, so our Hari Krishna devotee he went and spoke in his ears, and he suddenly said, "No, I will not." And everyone thought, "My God, we tried so many things, and uh, you just came and said something in his ears, and he's shouting, and he started speaking. What did you say?" He said, "I just went and told him, 'Would you like to become a manager in Iskcon?'" Say, <laughs> he said, "No, I will not." So he just spoke. But a devotee doesn't mind it, actually, because if the goal is to become servant of Krishna, then it doesn't matter. And of course, Chitraketu Maharaj, when it was transferred to a body of a demon, how many people he would have killed, eaten alive as Vritrasura, killed many demigods also. But that is the job, that is the workings of the body he was forced to go in, but that did not basically budge him from his meditation on Krishna. and indra was shocked what type of demon is this who is telling me please kill i cannot stay away from narayan anymore i am exactly like a bird whose mother has gone out and i am waiting for that mother i am exactly like a calf who is eager to drink milk from the udder of the mother and i am like that wife who is waiting when the husband has gone out for a very long time to make money and she is eagerly waiting when will my husband come back and he says this is this is what i am feeling i am exactly like these three personalities kill me fast and indra is surprised you know you know how how to deal with such a demon uh, who is so eager to go and serve the supreme lord and that is narayana para devotees prabhupada says vasudeva para devotees that is that is the type of devotee uh, which is which is uh, spoken to spoken in this verse in this purport and who is prabhupada speaking about this in this purport he is not naming himself but he is speaking about himself only ha huh? prabhupada has not written all this purport from vrindavan he went to hellish conditions he went to the hellish conditions and he preached and this is one of the very classic qualities of a pure devotee of prabhupada's caliber you know if someone is in a ditch you can call out to them come out come out they are not coming out maximum you can go and give your hand but who will go inside the ditch go underneath them and then push them out 
that only devotees of Prabhupada's caliber can do it. And his disciples, his, his followers, following in exactly the same example of Srila Prabhupada, are trying to do this. That you're not just calling out someone, come, come, giving some knowledge, some education, writing some books and that's it. Or you're not just giving your hand, okay, I am sitting in Vrindavan, I will give you all the instructions if you come to me. He goes inside the ditch and he's lifting the devotees up, pushing them up from underneath. Uh, otherwise, how is it possible for Agavan, one who are, whose life is possessed completely of sins, to reach Bhagavan. It's not possible. Unless uh, such devotees are there in our lives. Because this material world is designed to give suffering. Uh, there is no other way. So for a devotee to have this attitude of, of saying thank you when any difficulty comes uh, is very transforming in terms of consciousness. Uh, so, so then they can really access or attract the mercy of these great Vaishnavas and Supreme Lord also. And Prabhupada says in the purport that those who are Narayan para devotees of that caliber, when any problem comes to them, like Chitraketu Maharaj, they can say thank you. Thank you. Prabhupada quotes Tate Nukampa Susumik Samano Bunjana Evatma Kritam Vipakam Hridvaga Vapurbir Vidadan Namaste. So, now it may be hard for us when serious problem comes to us, uh, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, whatever type of problem comes to us and say, thank you Krishna, very kind, <laughs> that's your mercy uh, and I can see it as your mercy. It's, it's not easy, but at least we have someone who see like that, uh, to associate and to serve them, it's amazing. You know, if, if all your final investments are burned down to ashes and, and that investment you did, for example, all your money you have and you have invested in some factory, some property, some investment, some shares, some crypto, whatever, for propagating Krishna consciousness, for example, huh? and that is burned down to ashes, hacked, corrupted, file gone, it's just stolen. It, and you had no other agenda other than spreading Krishna consciousness. Can we still say thank you, Krishna? And Prabhupada did that when his factory in Allahabad was burnt. And he was very clear in his agenda. I want to make money to spread Krishna consciousness. His goal was not to become a rich man, to have a good life for his kids, and he'll be the top 100 or top 10 billionaires in India, and name comes in Forbes list. No, his goal was very clear that I want to spread Krishna consciousness, for that I need money. And whatever money he had, he invested in a factory, burned down to ashes. And Prabhupada says, thank you Krishna. Uh, very difficult, actually it's very difficult when problem strikes us at us, when we are really down emotionally or physically or mentally, health goes down, it is not easy to say thank you Krishna. But if we can, then we become qualified, eligible for liberation. And Brahmaji says, Daibhak means it is your rightful claim, nobody can take away from you. You are going back home, back to Godhead if this is developed. No matter what happens in life, they say, Thank you, Krishna. 
it's not easy. <laughs> but we can pray for that. I just like to tell one quick pastime. Many of you have heard that. This is Srila Prabhupada's pastime in Mumbai where we all know all the struggle, all the hardships he went through. And then there was one devotee, Mr. Sethi, uh, who, who was all along very supportive. He was one of the pillars because of whom this temple could, the project could begin, to, to, to begin with, <laughs> to, this project could even start. And then uh, he fought with all the hooligans who were disturbing the place. And then simultaneously he was constructing residence for devotees. And when Prabhupada came to Mumbai after some time and he found out that Mr. Sethi is constructing house for devotees, Prabhupada was so pleased, so pleased that this is the exact blessing I was telling, that if we please the devotees, they just, they, they utter a blessing. And it will be amazing if we serve the devotees in such a way that they forced to utter a blessing. Huh? And that is a lottery for a devotee. So Prabhupada said to this devotee, Oh, just how you are building residence for my disciples here, Krishna is building a house in Goloka Vrindavan, in Krishna Loka. And then Mr. Sethi in his humility says, Prabhupada, I am a sinful man. How can I go to Krishna Loka? And you know what Prabhupada says? And this is honestly amazing. Prabhupada says, that I will see. Prabhupada says, this is not your duty. I will see to it that you go to Krishna Loka. It's amazing, huh? So what he did? Some construction for devotees, protected the temple from breaking down and stood with the devotees throughout. In few years, the representative of the Supreme Lord, the Acharya of the planet, comes and says, it's not your headache. I will make sure you go back home, back to Godhead, and you are going to Krishna Loka. And, and that's why serving this great Mahatma is, you know, Rishabhdev says, very straight, clear word he uses. He says, path of liberation from material bondage one can attain only by rendering service to highly advanced spiritual personalities. The word uses only. We have not much too much of qualifications of sadhana, this vrata, that vrata, bhishma panchak, this, that. We don't even know what is bhishma panchak if it's not for Prabhupada. <laughs> Nothing we would have followed. Nothing we would have done. Uh, just aghavan, purely aghavan. And only the, the, the levels of agha, sin, would vary. And our competition will be, I am greater agha, I am greater sin. But because of Prabhupada, we become anagha. Because Krishna is anagha, sinless. Uh, so I'll just stop there. I'll see if any questions or comments on what we discussed. Thank you, Prabhuji. I just wanted to add, so can I add something to that Sethi pastime? Mm. Um, in a memory of Prabhupada, uh, Sethi, he says that, that Prabhupada said to him to take initiation, and he said, how can I, I can't, it's too hard for me to give up chai or whatever other things. So Prabhupada said, okay, you keep serving the devotees, and he's, Prabhupada said, Krishna is so kind, 
that the devotee will go back to God at anyway, but the devotee of the devotee will also go back. Mm -hmm. So along with them, you'll also go back. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm wondering what's the mood of um, serving the devotees? What's the, so what was the, the mood? The mood, mood. Ah. for serving the devotees, but not for getting benefit for yourself, you know, like yeah. serving them, but not. I'll read you exactly from Purport Prabhupada answers your question. One must render service to Vaishnava in order to get freed from sinful reaction, revives one's original Krishna consciousness and be trained in how to love Krishna. This is the result of Mahat Seva. Then the answer comes, of course, if one engages in service of pure devotees, the reaction of one's sinful life are vanquished automatically. Devotional service is necessarily not to drive away insignificant stock of sins, but to awaken our dormant love for Krishna. This is the mood. So, so byproduct or side effect, when that is made into a prime object, it weakens the agenda, it weakens our determination. So if we stick to why I am serving the devotees, because it pleases Krishna. It pleases Krishna. Mm. One time we, we invited someone, one new devotee. He's a devotee now. Uh, for preaching, you know how you invite on for prasadam, you, to, in Maharasa Prabhu's house, we invited someone and then the person is very honest, very straight person. So he straight away asked, what are you getting out of this? <laughs> you know, because we're, we're trying to convince him, you know, with this angle, that angle. What are you getting out of this? What do you gain? Uh, so then he was told that, quoted that verse from Bhagavad Gita, that if someone preaches this message to my devotees, Krishna says, no, to, in 1873 onwards, I think. If someone preaches this message to the devotees, pure devotional service is guaranteed. And no one is more dear to him to me, and never there will be someone more dear to me who preaches my message. I said, that's the agenda. <laughs> that's the goal. Somehow he clicked to him, he agreed, but, uh, but he is a devotee, fully practicing now. But it was a very direct question. <laughs> what do you get out of that? And, and this is the difference in many um, religious groups that this agenda is missing. I was, when I was working once, I've told this before also, when I was working, one, one Muslim guy came and he was very heavily trying to preach me. He saw my kanti and he, he said, you worship dolls, idols, blah, blah, murti, why this, why that? And he was quoting that useless naik. Um, so all his philosophy was just quoting back and forth. And then uh, after full explanation of his side, he was waiting for some reaction. But luckily, in the beginning, he told me one line that, yeah, one of, our, one of your members works with me. And she cannot, she's, she, I always tell her, and she has no reply. I was happy that he told, because if he would have argued with me, I would have also countered, tried to counter, whatever. But because he told me that one of your members works with me, I didn't want to give him any more answers, so that he counters them also, in front of her, and she, it weakens her faith also. So we were listening, listening, and then, then when he finished, uh, I had to say something and not to accept his, his uh, all full pure nonsense. 
Then I said, you had said so much, but I didn't see compassion in you for me. And he was shut. Said, what is compassion here now? Because when I'm trying to convert you, where is compassion? My goal is to convert you. <laughs> and later also we were discussing with the devotees the same point how he came today. And we were discussing that this is the reason with such a, such a strict philosophy, with this rule, that rule, with no material gains we offer or promise, and Prabhupada could change people's heart because the goal was not to convert. The goal was compassion. Uh, he wanted to give Krishna to bring change in the other person's life. If his goal would have been to increase his number, and there is a fight of increasing number, there are two world major religions who are really in a fight to increase their number. And they have reached villages of India, everywhere they have reached, just how, somehow they can increase the numbers. And you'll be shocked, the means they, they use. And one of the very horrible means is, I saw myself, there is a video made, I myself saw how they do it. It is in the village of Gujarat. The whole school kids are there in a school bus. It's packed, bus is packed with kids. And then the driver stops the bus right in somewhere in the forest. It's, it's like a very odd place, you know, it's a very scary type. It's daytime, but no one around. And the teacher comes and says, call Rama and Krishna, help us, we are stuck, bus is stopped. Call Rama and Krishna, help us, bus is stopped. And kids are shouting, they're all Hindu kids, villagers. Krishna, Ram, Hanuman, Shiv, come and save us. And bus doesn't start. Then this teacher comes and says, Call our God. And kids are innocent. They call and the driver starts the bus. Whoa! And they go, imagine the impression on kids. Imagine the, where is compassion? Where is the compassion? Where is the desire to give God to them? It's not there. So if these, if this, this key principles of of exchange of Krishna is missing from the receiver and from the giver. What is the point? And this is just one means. There are so many means that are being used and tried. And if those who are also following Sanatana Dharma to match up, to compete, starts the same process. Uh, what is the difference? And that's why Prabhupada was very strong. I am not here for useless stars. I'm here for one moon who can brighten the whole dark night. And I'm here for, if I come to West and I die, but I just make one pure devotee, my mission is successful. So this is a, this is a very classic mood of a Mahatma or a pure devotee. And if the receiver is also having a similar mood, that my service to them is not to just remove some sinful reaction, but to gain that same purpose for which he has come, it's, it's an it's a amazing combination and very good results are achieved. Okay? Thank you. Grantarashimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Shila Prabhupada ki jai, Haribo.